Welcome, everybody. I'm Chris Miller, author of the number one best-selling book, Ready for Pre-Retirement, Three Secrets for Safe Money and a Fabulous Future. I'm so honored to be the host of this show called Ready, Set, Retire. Do you lay awake at night wondering if you have enough money to pay the bills, let alone retire? In this show, your vision will be transformed, and I will show you how to have safe money and a fabulous future. I've counseled thousands of individuals, business, and families over the past 20-plus years and proud to say that I've never lost $1 of my clients' money. I will share with you secrets that I've learned over two decades that only the few rich know and have been around for centuries. You know, on my journey, I meet all kinds of experts, and there's so much information that you need to know to be prepared for pre-retirement. And one of my special guests today is Tyrone Jackson, and he's with us. He's a successful stock market investor and mentor, and he's known as the most trusted wealth-building coach to Silicon Valley executives, Hollywood producers, and directors. He's the founder and creator of the Wealthy Investor Program and has helped hundreds of people take control of their financial lives and project themselves into a wealthy lifestyle. That sounds awesome. Well, welcome, Tyrone. Glad to have you here. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. You have some exciting things to share with us. Maybe you could tell everybody kind of how you got to where you're at right now. Sure, sure. You know, I started out uh, as an actor in TV commercials and movies and soaps, and that's what I did for about 26 years. So I was uh, very accustomed to uh, an actor's lifestyle, which is if you're making your money actually doing commercials, um, we can come into large amounts of money very quickly because, as most people know, we get paid through residuals. And it presents a terrific opportunity for investing. And I first started investing in real estate because I bought some late-night books and tapes like a lot of people, and I thought that was my avenue. And it was my father who ultimately said to me, hey, listen, you really should learn how to invest in the stock market. And, Chris, that's when I really fell in love. That's amazing. So so you you really just went right into learning from the ground level and read all those books and started investing. And and what – you know, your bottom line is, you know, you've really found a strategy that works because there's a real art to, to me, the stock market is like Las Vegas. you got to mm-hmm. be willing to risk your money. Mm-hmm. So you have to know what to do. So you've really come up with something here that works, obviously. Well, it is. And, you know, and, and the thing I try to tell people who um, are in my program and get exposed to my materials is, First of all, if you went to the fourth grade, you can be rich, right? Because all wealth, really, when it boils down to it, is fourth grade math. How do I take my money and make it multiply? The stock market is a vehicle that allows people to do that, um, but you have to have something called a financial education. And unfortunately, in our society, we don't learn enough about money in high school, college, grammar school, so that we feel comfortable. So if we make a little bit of it, we think we've got to hand it to somebody else because they're smarter. And that's absolutely not true. Exactly. You know, that's that's the same thing that got me is, you know, you go to school, you learn how to make money, you get out of school, you make money, and then you go, well, now what? What do I do with it? Right. You go to a banker or investment that you don't usually like, and 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 I'm so shocked. You know, by the time 
you know, people are 70, 80, they have no idea where their money is. They go, well, where's your IRA? And they go, it's in the bank. I go, where in the bank? Mm-hmm. You know, they have people have no idea. So financial education is, is so important. And so what do you... What do you tell people about, you know, you talk about tax-free and tax-deferred retirement income. Maybe you could tell us about that. Well, there's some wonderful strategies that I want to share with your audience today. And um, some are very simple and some have a little bit of complexity to them. But I think in terms of your retirement, um, anybody who's listening to this program today should know automatically that they can retire rich, right? Right. They just have to learn the steps to take along the way so that that can be comfortable. Now, not only can they retire rich, their children can retire rich, their grandchildren can retire rich. So I'm hoping to share some tips today that get the ball rolling in a major way. Uh, step number one, now you got to remember there's two things. You're really the financial expert. I'm a stock market trader. So for me, I focus on making money every single month in the stock market, and then we apply that to retirement. But the key is, and I'm sure you'll know a lot more about this than I do, you have to have a plan, right? So you have to have a sense of, A, how much money am I going to need during my retirement? Or B, how much money do I want? Now, I'm going to put some figures out here that might sound outrageous, but most people, if they put their mind to it over a 15-year period and they learn some basic stock market strategies, they could easily retire on five, ten, dollars or $15,000 a month. Some of that is what we focus on in the Wealthy Investor Program, is how to make that $15,000 a month tax-free. So is that enough of a tease there for you, Chris? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's, those are my favorite ones. That's why I can say I've never lost $1. I like the IULs and equity index annuities with an income rider and, mm-hmm. you know, the 7% bonus. I mean, the income, you know, you can't outlive. So, so why don't you share with us what what you like. Okay. First, we're going to talk about uh, buying stocks. When you get a financial education, you'll notice there's a benefit to owning stocks over, let's say, mutual funds. So before we just get right to the retirement, let's talk about stocks. What are stocks? Stocks are a piece of ownership in a company. Anybody out there can own a piece of AT&T, McDonald's, IBM, Apple Computer, because all of these companies are publicly traded companies on the U.S. stock market. If you're looking to build some wealth in your retirement account, you may want to own some shares in what's known as the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Now, don't be thrown by that. That's simply an index of the largest companies, the top 30 stocks in the U.S. stock market. So what are some of those companies? Verizon. I'm sure we all know what Verizon is. AT&T, McDonald's, Coca-Cola, IBM. These are companies that are not going out of business, and you can purchase shares. So today, Coca-Cola is trading around 38 bucks a share. You don't have to be rich to own one, two, or three shares. But here's what's exciting about owning those shares. Each one of these companies pays something called a dividend. And a dividend is your share of the company's profits paid out on a quarterly basis. So Coca-Cola's dividend is $0.44 cents a share per quarter. Well, if you own 100 shares, you take that 100 times $0.44, cents, and guess what? That's going to hit your retirement account every single quarter as long as you're a shareholder. If you own 1,000 shares, then you take your $0.44 cents times 1,000, and that is income that hits your retirement account or your trading account every quarter. Now, here's the key to being successful financially 
and to have putting a great plan together. You want to start to think in terms of residual income. How can you buy something and have it make money or produce income from you auto-magically, as I like to say. Some people say it's hokey, but it's a great way of thinking. So there's certain stocks that pay dividends to us no matter what we do, no matter what the price is, on a quarterly basis. And when you start thinking about residual income, you can have that in your life, and you can also have it in your retirement account. Okay, so so these these stocks that are going to pay the dividends, it really mm-hmm. doesn't matter what price they are, right? Um, if they goes up or down, they're still going to guarantee paying the income, the dividends, correct? That is correct. All right. And you can get those every quarter, but the stocks that most consistently pay those dividends are members of the Dow Jones Industrial Average. We all know because they're doing business successfully around the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then what's the next step? Okay. The next strategy is something that I teach, which is known primarily by Wall Street insiders. Now, this gets a little involved, but if you and I are going to speak the money language, we have to learn it, right? So the next thing that we really need is an open mind. I am open to learning something brand new. And this is a great strategy. And this one is referred to as covered call writing. Covered call writing. So what does that mean? I have to own 100 shares of stock to be able to write a covered call. So let's say Coca-Cola is selling today at $38 a share. I'm willing to sell those shares. Now, these shares I'm not going to hold on to. I'm willing to sell them to someone I don't know for $40 a share. Well, what I can do if I have an online brokerage account and a retirement account that's also where I can trade online is I can sell an option to someone I don't know to buy my shares away from me at $40. They may be willing to pay me as much as $1 per share, Chris, for the right, not the obligation, to buy the stocks away from me. The exchange, In exchange for that $1, I have to be willing to sit on my shares until the third Friday of the month while the other person makes up their mind as to whether or not they want to buy the stock from me. That sounds a little complicated, but basically, I bought my shares at 38. I'm willing to sell them to someone out there at 40, so I option them away. That process creates guaranteed income, a dollar per share in this example, and I make a dollar for every share that I option away. So if I own 1,000 shares of Coca-Cola stock, guess what? I now just made a guaranteed $1,000, and the worst thing that's going to happen to me is that person is going to buy my shares away at a higher price. Does that make sense? Yes, that does. Okay. So what I teach people in what we call our cash account and in their retirement account is to sell these call options. And once people start trading this on their own, it only takes about three minutes. The $1,000 is what's known as premium income. That comes in every single month. The only thing that I have to do is buy Coca-Cola shares and be willing to sell them at a higher price every single month, and I get this guaranteed money. Hmm. And this strategy, again, is called covered call writing. And most people don't know about it. Why? Because they've never been financially educated. Right. Okay. Great. So the next one is? Mm -hmm. Well, if we've got covered call writing, and we've got dividend collection. See what we now have, Chris? We have two income streams coming from the stock market. Does that make sense? 
Yes. Uh-huh. Right. So instead of just having your money in a mutual fund, if you had two income streams in a retirement account as a cover call writer and as a dividend, guess what? Now, every single month, money is hitting your account. Now, I'm sure you've talked about with your audience this notion of tax-deferred versus tax-free. If we are collecting dividends in a Roth IRA, our dividends come to us at the time of retirement tax-free. If we're collecting call option premiums, our dividends, our call option income comes to us tax-free. Right. Are you with me? Yes, I am. Okay. So those are two streams that anyone can set up if they're willing to learn just a little bit about how the financial markets work. It's not that those strategies are unavailable to people. It's just that no one has ever shown up in most people's lives to teach them how to manage their retirement dollars. So it all becomes a mystery. But again, the focus is on how do we create income on a monthly basis. Right. So, you know, how when the question I have, and I probably most people, when they look at it, they go, how do you know which company? And how, you know, just doing the research and, you know, you just can't buy something off the shelf without knowing what's really in there. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that? Okay. This is very good. Well, see, now you see why people come to a program like The Wealthy Investor to learn right. how to choose. Okay. But choosing is not that difficult. First of all, uh, we have a saying in the Wealthy Investor Program, which is we never marry stocks. We only date them. Okay. So this is mean, this means that there's some stocks in your retirement account that you're going to hold on to, and some you're just going to sell for a profit every month and take that profit and spend it, and then you'll buy the stock back and resell it, and we'll keep this process going every single month. Um, so how do we know what to choose? Well, we start with those Dow components. Okay, And you can find a listing of the Dow 30 stocks on Google just by putting in Dow 30 stocks. And a whole list will come up. You can print out that list. There's another great place online called Yahoo Finance where you can go and not only put in a stock ticker symbol, but put in its history, look at pictures, see how much it's risen. And uh, so obviously since these Dow stocks have a tendency to rise – Almost all of them make good dates in your retirement. You just have to learn how to trade them. So it's not really a big mystery once you're pointed in the right direction. Right. All right. So, so that's two. You have another one? Yeah, the, first, the, the third thing, if you're really interested in making money in your retirement, is you have to be able to identify what is in your retirement. Right. Just because someone actually showed up at your firm or your business in a suit and they handed you some charts, and they said something about the depression, and had you keep investing, and they tell you that you should you know, invest in this fund or another fund. It doesn't mean that it's right for you. Wealth and wealth building is not a one-size-fits-all. I get students who sometimes come to me and go, Tyrone, look at all these funds I have in my retirement account. What are they? And they'll have something like the SEF International Growth Fund. And they'll say, what is that? And I'll say, well, if you don't know what it is, I definitely don't know what it is. Yeah. But if you own shares of McDonald's, ticker symbol MCD, I know what that is. I can show you where to go on Yahoo Finance to see that the company is actually making money. If you own shares of IBM, you and I both know what they do. I can show you where to go online to show you if the company is actually making money. So the third strategy is actually know what's in there. 
okay? Because if you have no idea what's in your retirement account, you're just guessing and hoping that things actually work out. Right. Very interesting. Was it, it's it, you know because I'm not doing stocks. I'm mm-hmm. a, really a stock person. Then I'm you know sort of like the average person that's sitting here probably listening. It seems so complicated, mm-hmm. right? And um, and then all the volatility that's happening in the world. Some people really don't have a whole lot of money, and for them to risk their money, it's kind of scary. So what what certainty or what what do you tell those people that are wondering, you know, if we're going to have an economy and should they put their nest egg and how much should they do it? Okay. First of all, uh, this goes back to, see, part of wealth building, whether it's retirement or in your uh, in an account where you're just trading stocks, is your thinking. It's your ability to think and perceive things. To me, it's more scary to have my retirement dollars in something that I don't understand because I have no idea whether my retirement dollars are going to be there or not in five years. When you look at the history of the stock market, for example, you can go back at a place like Yahoo Finance, and you can look at the stock's performance over a 30-year history. You just click on the chart that says show me 30 years or show me five years, right? So that's less risky if I can put my money in something that 30 years ago was $6 a share and today is $96 a share. I can decide how much of my retirement dollars are going to be there. Also, when you're investing in stocks, again, you have to learn how to invest in stocks. No one wakes up a genius in the stock market. But you basically want to make sure that you buy stocks that have a tendency to go up over time, right? Sounds pretty simple. But if you stay within the Dow Jones Industrial Average, most of those 30 companies tend to rise over time because those are the companies that are really making money around the world. So, it's not just a matter of having a desire for a great retirement. You also have to have the desire to to become financially educated so that you can participate in the game. Final thing I just want to say also about the retirement account is, you know, there's a wonderful saying in the stock market, cash is a position. You don't have to have all of your money in cash. I'm sorry, all of your money in stocks. You can have some in cash. You can have some in municipal bonds. You can have some in municipal tax-free bonds. Again, once you start thinking it in a residual um, uh, fashion, then you'll think, well, how much money am I making from these bonds? Do I make money every single month? But, you know, it's not a bad thing to have some cash just sitting in your retirement account because interest is a form of residual income. So if some of that cash is just collecting interest, we like that too. And what do you what do you say to people? How much liquid cash should people have the rainy day money? Well, again, I'm not a financial planner. I'm more of a stock market trader. But here's the one thing I can pass along that is so vital that people understand. Wealth is not a one-size-fits-all. So I may feel comfortable having, by the time I retire, you know, $75,000 in cash and $400,000 in stocks. Why? Because I'm comfortable, again, with those Dow stocks and selling covered calls or I'm comfortable collecting those dividends. Right. Yeah. Whereas, you know, my spouse, partner, neighbor or friend, they may want to feel that they're in 50 percent cash. So the right answer is what makes you feel comfortable. The right answer is to how much cash you should have invested in stocks, mutual funds is based on your own comfort level, because you're the one who has to um, feel comfortable at night going to sleep with 
and, and knowing that your retirement dollars are secure. Right. So why do you think people should manage their own retirement accounts instead of trusting it to a company or a managed 401k or a financial planner? I think people should handle their own money because they will make more money that way. First of all, when I buy and sell a stock online for profit, it costs me 9 bucks if I do it online at like a place like uh, TD Ameritrade. So I wound up saving in commissions. And if I'm going to save in commissions, that simply means there's more money left over for me. The second thing is that, and, and I don't know if a lot of people think of their retirement accounts this way, but your retirement account is really an asset, right, that you should not be worried about outliving but passing on to someone else. And that's the other benefit of actually owning stocks. Stocks are assets that you can pass on. So what I teach people in the Wealthy Investor Program is, hey, listen, why don't we get our retirement accounts producing monthly residual income? Therefore, instead of just drawing off the money we have in our retirement and living with the fear of outliving our account, our account is kicking off monthly and quarterly income. And then what's left when it's time for us to move on to the next dimension we can leave this retirement account as an asset to our kids. Now, most people don't realize that you can leave your retirement account to your kids, to your grandkids. It's it's something that gets passed on. And so a lot of people who inherit wealth inherit retirement accounts. And I see a lot of those people then come to my program. They say, I got this money from my father, my grandfather. It's in, a, it's in a, an IRA, and now it's up to me to manage it. So if you can learn to manage it, which is not that difficult, you're going to save money on fees, and you're going to be building wealth and an asset that could be passed on. Very important. So why do you think people why do you think people should own and trade stocks rather than mutual funds? You know, and that's another myth that you hear a lot about how you should do mutual funds, and so. Okay, very good. Because a mutual fund, and this is what something a lot of people don't understand. A mutual fund is nothing but a basket of stocks that somebody else manages. Okay. So imagine turning, I call this the Ray Charles approach to retirement planning. You don't want to see anything. You don't want to hear anything. So you're going to take this money that you've worked very hard for, turn it over to somebody else, let them put it in a basket of stocks. They might not even be choosing Dow stocks. They could be choosing the riskiest kinds of stocks. And you go, go ahead. You do exactly what it is that you want to do. I don't want to know anything about it. And in that basket of stocks, you're not choosing them, but you buy shares in that basket. You buy a piece of that basket. So when you own a mutual fund, you own uh, you know, a piece of shares that has nothing but stocks in it. Now, that cannot feel secure. But, again, you know, I keep talking about the same companies here today, but if you look at Coca-Cola, McDonald's, IBM, United Technologies, if you understand the story of these stocks and how these companies make money, and you look at a 30-year chart of them, you are now, in con- you have more control over your retirement account because instead of letting somebody choose a basket of stocks that you might not even like, you're choosing the companies that you are comfortable with. So the largest shareholder in Coca-Cola is a gentleman by the name of Warren Buffett. I'm sure he has some of his retirement dollars attached to Coca-Cola because he understands the story. And understanding the story behind a stock is much better than letting someone put you in 50 stocks in the form of a mutual fund and you have no idea what they are. Right. Again, it's about comfort. Right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So – 
you know, it's a really interesting strategy to own stocks directly, and such as collecting dividends and selling covered calls for monthly income. And you started talking about that. That is really an interesting strategy. Maybe you can drill down a little more in that. And sure. Well, I'll give you some examples. Um, we have a in, in, in the strategies that I teach, we have um, you will own no more than three Dow stocks in your retirement account. Okay, so you're only managing three stocks. Those three stocks should pay a dividend. So even if you just held on to shares, you'd get a dividend check sent to you every 13 weeks. Now, if you're engaging in a trade like covered calls, every single month you are selling options. So the person who has a $100,000 retirement account, it's not uncommon if they just follow the methodology that I teach them that that $100,000 produces between $2,000 and $5,000 a month. $2,000 and $5,000 a month. Now imagine this, Chris. You have a $100,000 retirement account, right? It's now kicking out between two dollars and $5,000 a month. The money that it's kicking out is, A, this cover call premium, and if the stock is brought away from you, it's actually you're making the profit from actually selling the stock. Then you buy the stock back and you start this process over again. Well, it's very possible to have a $100,000 account producing two to $5,000 a month, and the principal of $100,000 is still in the account. Why? Because the two to $5,000 a month is the money that your account is actually generating. Therefore, you don't have a fear of outliving your retirement. You see, there's no drawdown on the $100,000 because the $100,000 keeps earning two to $5,000 a month. And the di- does the dividend change or you get a guaranteed rate? You mean the dividend that the stock actually pays? Right. No, the dividend is constant. However, here's the other benefit to owning Dow stocks. Dow stocks raise their dividends every once or uh, every two to three years. So Coca-Cola's dividend is 44 cents a share today. Three years from now, that dividend could be 50 cents a share. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you're a shareholder, you participate. Now, why does this all, is this all so necessary? And it basically goes like this. Because the wealthiest people in our world all own stocks. Bill Gates owns how many shares of Microsoft? Millions and millions. Warren Buffett. You know, even people like Oprah, Larry Ellison of, of, of Oracle, the guys who started Google. How do they all get rich? It's not from real estate. It's not from municipal bonds. It's from stocks. So anybody who's listening to this program should be seeking a financial education, especially in a world when we're dealing with things like government shutdowns and economic uncertainty. You want to have your money making money no matter where stocks go, up, down, or stay the same. And that can be in a strategy like cover calls, as I mentioned, and dividends. Right. Well, that's a, that's a good point. And, you know, for those of, that just joined us, this might be a good time to tell them about the event that you have coming up on November 2nd mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Well, thank you. There's a, we have a Wealthy Investor One Day event in Los Angeles. For those of you who are listening in Los Angeles or on the West Coast, come on down and join us. Um, we also have a series of online workshops and classes at thewealthyinvestor.net. That's www.thewealthyinvestor.net. Uh, and then there's also the Wealthy Investor's Guide to Stock Market Success. So if you feel a little bit like, eh, I need to I need to learn something about how the stock market works, 
And I teach from what I call the Sesame Street approach. I try to keep things as simple as possible because I do not like people being intimidated by the financial markets. But if you want a little bit more information on all of that, you simply go to thewealthyinvestor.net, sign up for their free newsletter, uh, order the product there, and uh, that's a great place to start this process of becoming financially educated. Great. Okay. And for those of you that just joined joined us, you're listening to Ready, Set, Retire. I'm your host, Chris Miller, and you can reach out to me at readyforpretirement.com. That's R-E-A-D-Y-F-O-R-P-R-E-T-I-R-E-M-E-N-T.com. Pre-retirement is plan retirement early, so your money, your health, and your peace of mind is there when you need it. So it's really important to learn new strategies, learn, educate yourself, and take control of your own money. That's exactly what I talk about all the time. So why don't you talk a little more to us about you know, this owning the stock directly for calls. Um, you know, Wall Street insiders, they sell covered calls every day. Most people don't know how to do it, and it seems, seems so complicated. It seems like... You know, you'd really have to know that that's how do you how do you verify that's really a good stock? Well, again, um, you know, if you stay within the Dow Jones Industrial Average, you're already with the winners, right? So I mentioned earlier in the first part of the program the the notion that we don't marry stocks; we only date them. Well, you know, when you start dating companies or owning shares in companies that are in the Dow Jones Industrial Averages. Uh, average, they're already great dates. They're already established companies. That's how they make it to that index. The other index in the stock market is something called the S&P 500. So there were a bunch of guys who said, hey, listen, there are a lot of stocks out there in the stock market. Why don't we just make this index of the top 30? And as they move each and every day, we'll refer to them as the market. And then two other guys came along, and the two guys who created that was a guy named Dow, and the last guy, the second guy's name was Jones, right? And two other guys came along, and they said, well, wait, 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 wait. That's not really a fair representation of the stock market of, as a whole. Why don't we look at the top 500 companies and how those stock prices moved during the day, and we'll include those 30. And those guys' names were Standard and Poor's, and that's how we got something called the S&P 500. So for people who might like a little bit more risk, not those stocks that are just extremely conservative and stable, they may want to consider stocks in the S&P 500. Now, what are some of the stocks in the S&P 500? Those would be companies like Google, eBay. um, But those companies haven't been around long enough to be established and they're considered higher risk. But One of the things that we can do with those companies that are in the S&P 500 is we can trade those stocks. Now, this is getting a little bit more advanced, but some people really like this. Let's say I like owning shares of eBay, which are around 52 bucks a share. What I can do is I can buy some shares at eBay at 52, and then I can program the software inside my retirement account at a place like a TD Ameritrade to sell those shares when the shares move a dollar. Okay, so that if I bought eBay shares at 52, I can sell them the second the stock hits 53. I don't have to sit at a computer. If I do that with a thousand shares, I make a thousand dollars every time eBay shares move one dollar. That thousand dollars is profit, right? So some people in their retirement account like doing that trade over and over and over, buying a company like eBay and selling it 
when the shares move a dollar. There are days when the shares move a dollar fifty. So some people make that thousand dollars twice a week. Why? All they did was buy something and they sold it. Now this this is called volatility trading. Some of my students like that in their retirement account because it's faster money than covered calls. So if they can buy something and sell it twice in a week and make two thousand dollars in a week, they're happy with that. But two thousand dollars a week is two, four, six. That's eight thousand dollars a month right just yeah. buying and selling the same stock over and over and over and they take their profit out every single month and they spend it now for some people stock market trading when they retire becomes their number one hobby because they have time but a, a trade like volatility buying something and quickly selling it doesn't require much study because as soon as i buy it i tell the software in my account at what price to sell it and these days when you sell a stock you get a an email on your cell phone <laughs> that says right. your stock was sold. So you could be out at Whole Foods just shopping, and all of a sudden you're making money. So I see a lot of people who like that strategy as well. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's pretty fascinating. Mm-hmm. So um, it still it still baffles me that you. There's like a lot of stocks on there. So how do you know which one is really the one that's going to be the mover and groover on it? Well, here's the thing, Chris. You know, when you find your favorite stocks and you learn how to read an income statement, right, because you're going to know which companies to choose based on the income statement. First of all, it's not really that complicated if you just stay within the Dow. Anybody can go to Google and put in Dow Jones Industrial Average Stocks and the stock's names. And the ticker symbols are going to come right up. You simply print out that list, go to Yahoo Finance, and look at the stock's pattern for the past 5, 10, 15 years or whatever period pleases you. You can simply choose one of those. If you want to get a little bit more active with stocks trading and investment, well, then that's why you would join a program like the Wealthy Investor Program, where you kind of get to know what stocks out there are, are tradable. The final thing is, you know, in my retirement, there's only three stocks that I trade. I'm buying and selling the same three stocks over and over and over. So I am not constantly scouring the universe right, for brand new stocks. It's the same stocks for the past three years. I just buy them and sell them over and over and over again. So, you know, that busts that myth that it's so complicated. But if you want to be a little bit more active, you do have to reach out for the education. Right. So what do you think of do you have that like set up on a computer? Have you heard about those things like Cool Trader where they have you can program it and it's all set up and it automatically adjusts? What do you think about those kinds of systems? Well here's the thing. The the internet has really changed access to Wall Street and the stock market unbelievably so. So there's a lot of information out there. What I would say to people is gravitate towards the stuff that's the most simplest, right? Because the world of trading, there are a lot of complex things that you can buy and sell. So, for example, I'm not only buying and selling stocks, I'm also buying and selling options on stocks, which are known as LEAPs, long-term equity anticipation securities. We call them fast, sexy money in the Wealthy Investor Program. So there's a lot of information out there. But, you know, if you if you want to start to handle your money, um, gravitate towards the places that keep it all very simple. The simplicity is the key. It's easy to be intimidated by anything that you don't understand, whether it's baking a cake, driving a car, or you know, traveling to a new city. So you can be intimidated by anything. But you can also easily be intimidated by the financial markets. And the key is it's really not that hard. 
Okay. Well, you're making it sound a lot easier than I've heard it before. <laughs> well, the reason I make it sound a lot easier is because I'm a financial educator, right? I'm not trying to sell any – I'm not trying to make commissions off of people giving me money. I'm just teaching people how to handle their own money. So, um, you know, I don't have that interest of, hey, let me take your money and uh, manage it and get a commission. Therefore, I have to make it – I have to be able to justify my position. My job is just to spread the word and go, it's not that difficult. I teach, you know, celebrities who say I'm so bad at math and they wind up making, you know, all this money because they now have a financial education. So it really is that simple. Right. So are those the two, the main things that you do is the dividend collection and the covered calls or is there anything else that you're, you teach and share? Uh, there is, but they're not always appropriate for retirement accounts. I always encourage people to be a little bit more conservative in your retirement account. Mm-hmm. So collecting dividends and cover calls work best there because I don't want you to lose any of that money. Right. And also when you when you uh managing your own money, you're going to be driven a lot by your feelings. Okay? Mm-hmm. So there are going to be some days where you feel like you're king of the hill and you found your calling and there'll be some days where you may feel you know, because you have a username and password, and you can log into your account like, oh, my God, am I going to lose all of my money, right? right? So your feelings, and this is the other thing, when you pass your money on to somebody else, um, you don't watch it every day. But when you have a, a brokerage account and you're a little bit more active, you know, you put in that username and password, you can keep that account open all day. So I always tell people, don't drive yourself crazy because whether you're in a mutual fund or you're in stocks, the value of all of that stuff goes up and down like minute to minute to minute to minute. So um, uh, that's why it's always best to kind of keep it simple. Right, right. Well, that's, you know, it's really, really fascinating because, you know, I'm I'm really glad that you're out there teaching this and and showing people about these strategies that Mm -hmm. there's no way that they could ever find it out. Well, talk about it. I mean, I don't hear people talk about it. Right, and and, and again, you know, the financial industry is commission-based. So you see a lot of commercials on television saying, you know, retire, give your retirement dollars here because there's a lot of, there are billions and billions of dollars made in commissions. So there are, it's not just me, there are other people who teach um, trading strategies, but, you know, we don't have the $50 million a year television budget to get our message out there. Right. So, you know, for me, in the cities that I teach, which are San Francisco, New York, and Los Angeles, um, it's easier for people to find me in those cities. Um, but I'm not on television like, you know, a TD Ameritrade or a Schwab with a $50 million ad budget. So, you know, I look like the strange one, but they're the ones who can, you know, who have their message out. But maybe someday I'll be on TV and uh, I'll be doing the same thing. So that's why I'm happy to be here with you, Chris. It helps spread the word. All right. All right. So, you know, we have a lot of, not everybody on here is retired, but mm-hmm. we're near retired. We have a lot of younger people on here, too. So if you want to share something that they might be interested in, that would be really cool, too. Yes, get started early. Yeah. Um, you know, even if you put $500 in a retirement account, I have a wonderful saying, which is, a little is a lot. $500 doesn't seem like it'll do much, but if you buy the right shares in the right companies, uh, and you just add slowly, 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 uh, you can wind up with hundreds of thousands and even millions of dollars in your retirement account. And I've seen people in my program, you know, they've worked 30 years and all they've accumulated is $100,000. And I shouldn't say all, 
but those people can make two to five thousand dollars a month in their retirement account if they trade on the side. So imagine if you're 25, 26, 30, 35 years old, and you start contributing to that account now, and I'm sure you can guide them through, you know, the tax benefits of like, you know, a traditional IRA, when to split that off into a Roth IRA so that a portion of your retirement dollars are growing tax-free and all that. Um, That's really important. But just reach out and get that education. I see people, see, most people in our country um, need more residual income. You know, the housing crisis that we went through, it wasn't because people couldn't pay their taxes. They had no income to pay their mortgages. They had no residual income. So if they learned a strategy like covered calls, which produces income from the stock market every single month, 100% guaranteed, perhaps some of their investments could have held them through a tough period. And you know, part of my mission is to really spread the word to people and say, you know, you have some financial choices out there. If you reach for an education, that can change your life tremendously. And you can impact not only your life, your kid's life, and your parents and your grandparents. And, you know, with the right education, you can wind up helping a lot of people become cover call writers and collect more dividends. And that's huge. Yeah. So the di- so when their people are getting their dividends mm-hmm. and – these dividends are going to last for their lifetime, correct? Yes. And then, and they're not spending down their principal. They're correct. Getting the dividend on the on the interest, so they can reach back in any time when they're done and take their their principal out of there, correct? That is correct, and that depends on how you structure the account. But most of the components in the Dow Jones Industrial Average increase their dividends every two or three years. So imagine being a shareholder, you 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 get more dividends. Um, again, this is a matter of strategy, and I'm not advocating not having any money in cash because wealth is not a one-size-fits-all. You have to find the plan and the approach that makes you comfortable. But if you reach out and get a financial education, most people make more money for themselves handling their money than passing it on to someone else. Why? Because that's a service. And that service is going to cost you a fee in the form of commissions. So the idea in your retirement account, at least from the wealthy investor point of view, is why draw down on your principal? Why not have your principal make money for you? And then you pass that money along when you're no longer around as an asset rather than being worried about outliving it. Right. So the so the example you talk about, like with Home Depot, how they pay a dividend and can sell a cover call to to collect up to a dollar a share. Maybe you could, you know, explain that a little bit. Well, I don't want to get into too much um, recommending specific stocks because well, the I market. Say, just as an example, or you you know, as a principle, you're talking about mm-hmm. doesn't matter what stock it is. Correct. That pays a dividend and can sell a cover call. Both of the doing that at the same time. So correct. So you have a strategy that you can do both of those things, right? Yes, that is correct. It's so funny how when you don't understand something, it's like so mysterious and so complicated. But once you get it, it's so easy, right? That is exactly right. And that's the experience that most people have and that I usher into their lives. And they go, I have found my calling because of you. Thank you, Tyrone. And then I say, well, you're quite welcome. The stock market has always been here. I'm just the vehicle that helps you connect to it. <laughs> I didn't invent covered calls and dividends. Right. But I'm just the guy who explained it to you yeah. so that you can 
make money off it. You know, it's funny. It's like any subject that you had in grammar school or college. It was always a lot more fun when you had the right professor, right, or the right teacher, right? right? But, you, boy, you get the wrong professor in sociology in college, and yeah. you hate sociology. Right. It's because the way that person explained it to you, it didn't sound like fun. It didn't sound interesting. But you yeah. get the right professor, and that's half the battle, and that changes your life, and that's what I'm right. able to do for with people. Well, that's so cool because that's exactly what I'm doing with my book. I'm just putting my whole business in there because I want to empower people to learn this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then they take control and they do it themselves. That is correct. And then, they, and like you said, they're going to make more money because they're doing it themselves and not paying someone else to do it. And there's some great strategies out there. If people knew about it, they wouldn't be in such disaster. Um, but, you know, with reality, I think it's AARP did a uh, – research thing and on younger ages and like 60% of people are their bigger their biggest fear is running out of money they fear that more than death that is correct 60% of people yes. actually fear running out of money more than death yes it's crazy well that's what happens when we don't educate america see we should have financial education classes from exactly. the fifth grade on Thank you. Yes. And and when we don't have that, one of the one of the downside consequences is fear. Right. And so we make choices every single day with our money that's based on fear instead of based on financial security and wealth. Right. And anybody who's listening to this program can be wealthy within a relatively short period of time or at the very least have some measure of financial comfort. But the reason that that's not happening is because they were not educated. So the only thing left is to be afraid of something that you don't know because you don't have the education to change your life. And so, Chris, what you do and what I do is very exciting for people because we offer them that opportunity. So we're very fortunate. Exactly. And I'm I'm really kudos to you for being out there, you know, educating people because that's the only way it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, some of these statistics are frightening and what is it? Seventy-five percent of Americans don't even have enough savings yes. to cover bills for six months. Yes. Uh, you know. Well, here's the here's the other thing that we're discovering during this period of the shutdown. It's not only individuals. Mo- most people live paycheck to paycheck. There are businesses that go paycheck to paycheck. There are states, municipalities that are going paycheck to paycheck. Right. So I always say to people, wealth is a series of positive habits. So, you know, we're coming up on the holiday season in the next eight weeks, and every local news station runs a story of a little old lady who did nothing but teach school. And unfortunately, that unfortunately that little old lady passes away. But she leaves the grammar school, $1.2 million in stocks. How did she do it? It's not that she made a lot. You see, wealth is also about our habits. How much money are we putting away in an investment account? An investment in account is so that our money can actually grow, so that our assets can actually grow. And most people don't think $50 a week put into some of these long-term dividend-paying stocks can make you wealthy over time. So that's why I have that saying, a little bit is a lot. What's most important right now is that we start these habits, not that we start putting a lot of money away, but that we're in the habit of putting some money away. And I'll say this because I see this a lot. People never think that they're going to come into an inheritance 
or a bonus package at work or a severance package. But when they do, if they're not in the habit of putting money away and they get $15,000, guess what? They're going to practice the same habits that they had when they were collecting a weekly paycheck. Exactly. So wealth is a habit, whether it's retirement or investing. You want to get in the habit of buying things that have the probability of being worth more in the future. And that could be as little as 50 bucks a week. That's great. Well, you know, we got a few minutes left here. Mm-hmm. Maybe give everybody one more cherry on the top of, you know, what you'd like them to know and take take home with them. Well, the idea that I'd like for people to take home is is how can you start focusing more on residual income in the stock market? Now, some people do it through real estate. They buy a house or two and they rent it out, and that's their form of residual income. But to buy a house these days, you know, you've got to have great credit. <laughs> the banks have to love you. You have to have assets. And generally, it depends on the city. Some, some places you can't buy a house even as an investment, for less than $700,000. You look at a major market like New York or L.A., right? right? Getting involved in the stock market, for example, you could start with as little as 500 bucks. You can open an online brokerage account. More than anything else, it's the choice to, A, become financially educated, to start focusing on residual income. It's never too late, no matter where you are, and it's the habit. What habits are you looking at? How much do you actually put into a savings account or a brokerage account on a monthly basis? Your wealth is like a bill, right? Just like you may have a cable bill, that $50 a month or $25 a month, wealth is a bill. If you pay yourself and you invest in an account like it's a a bill, over time, you'll do well. All right. Sounds good. (laughs) Well, that's great. Tyrone, I really, really appreciate all all the goodies and and encourage everybody to go to your site, check out your event on November second, and find out what exactly you're talking about, and so they can start to do it themselves because everybody needs to start to do it right away. And again, um, go over to thewealthyinvestor.net. That's your site. You can yes. get a hold get. What do, you, what, what, do, what do they have there? What do you have there for them? You can sign up for the free newsletter. Uh, you can order the Wealthy Investor's Guide to Stock Market Success. It's all right there. Or download the free ebook, which talks about the basics of investing. But uh, do yourself a favor and take a positive action today. There you go. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tyrone. And those of you that want to reach out to me again, my name is Chris Miller, and you can uh, come to my site readyforpretirement.com, and there's a free article on the three myths of financial planning. And we're here to educate you, teach you, and let you know all these great strategies so you can retire rich, feel blessed, be healthy, and, and have a wonderful life. Again, thank you again, Tyrone, and really appreciate you. All right. Thanks, Chris. Great to spend a little time with you today. All righty. Enjoy. Found out you can't take the curve at 85 My whole life flashed before my eyes I braced myself to leave this world behind 
There's a million questions raised across my mind. Did I live? Did I love? Did I matter to someone? Did I give everything I had to give? Did I save any souls? Was I worried about my own? Was I haunted by the things I never did? Did I embrace each day with faith, hope, and laughter? Did I matter? From that moment I became a brand new me With the golden ticket to a better destiny And I told my heart there'll never come a day When I'd have to search inside of me and say Did I live? Did I love? Did I matter to someone? Did I give everything I had to give? Did I save any souls? Was I worried about my own? Was I haunted by the things I never did? Did I embrace each day with faith, hope, and laughter? Did I matter? can be a voice of inspiration and my story finds you well cause when the curtain falls there ain't no second chances and you don't want to ask yourself did I live did I love did I matter to someone did I give everything I had to give did I save any souls? Was I worried about my own? Was I haunted by the things I never did? Did I embrace each day with faith, hope, and laughter? Did I matter? Did I matter? I'm mad.